Okay, guys, let's go quickly right back. Um, just to the two dots from yesterday and Kavdala and Manalif, just to to get back to where we're at, and then we'll jump back into it. We'll try to get to the Mishnah today. That'll be the plan, and we should be on pace. Bezrat Hashem. Uh, okay, here we go. The Mishnah said, "Betruma Remember, we talked about the idea that when it comes to betruma, one hand doesn't necessarily if one is tummy, the second is not. When it comes to kodesh, it is. And we saw a little bit of a discussion here. Rav Shizvi said that that's only when you're bechiburin, when you're touching. Remember, I should explain this: that the right hand is tummy, is touching the non-tummy hand, which is also touching the kodesh. So you have this concern that one touches the next, will it will slip, whatever, and touch the kodesh directly. That's the issue. When it comes to truma, we know it's the same concern. And because not, it's not as severe, and therefore it's okay. Abaye asked a question. I don't understand. We have this case of Yad Niguva Metame Chaverta Latame Lakodesh of Alola Truma, Divri Rebbe. And Rabbi Yosemite says, Leave soul of Alola Tame. And we said the point is that the Chiddush of Yad Niguva only exists really if you're not worried about Chiburin. If you're talking about Chiburin, that doesn't seem to be so much of a Chiddush. Okay, so now the Gemara will say Itmar, and then some Gersas have Nami or not Nami. We'll see that in the end, this whole, a little bit longer discussion, and by the end of the discussion, it's not so long, but by the end of the discussion, we'll quote our, uh, our Mishnah again, so it will be relevant. But it says that, Itmar Nami, Amare Shlakish Lo Shanu Ela Yado. Shlakish taught that it, they only taught this when it comes to his own hand. When it comes to your friend's hand, not. Rashi says, So again, the effect of like having the one hand be Tameh is only problematic for your other hand when it comes to Kodesh, but not for your friend's hand. No, in this case it just means another person. It's a good question. Another reason why this is complicated. Okay, for Rabbi Yochlemar, Echad Yadov, Echad Yad Chaviro, he says, um, he says, both the hand and the hand of his friend, Be'otaha Yad Livsol, the same hand to become Pasul, Avalo Litame. But not to make it Tame. Let's see Rashi. Be'otaha Yad, Inaga Biyad Harishona, uh, if you use the, the Tame hand, right, to touch your friend, that's when it's uh, problematic. But the second hand doesn't, it isn't Metame, the, the friend's hand. I believe so, Rashi says, It's only talking about Livso. Livso means to make it, like we said, a Ravi'i Le Tuma. Okay? Now, the Gemara says, Mimai. From where do we know this is true? Midikatani Seifa, from the fact that it says later on in the same Brayta, Shayad mitama chaverta lakodesh truma. It says, because the hand uh, is matame, its friend, its fellow for kodesh, but not for truma. Gemara says, Hatulamali. Why do I need to say that? Hatanale. Rasha, we already learned that in the Rasha. Rasha says the Lakodesh might belong to him. Right, so sorry, if you look back in the Mishnah, I apologize. If you look back in the Mishnah, that's what the say is. If you look back in the Mishnah, so we have this line, Lakodesh might belong to him, you have to put both hands in the mikvah, right? We talked about that. But then there's extra line which says, because um what does it say here, sorry? Shehayad mitama chaverta lakodesh truma. It seems to be a little extraneous. Meaning, let's just quickly, quickly explain. The idea is like this. And the Mishnah said to have two statements. One is if one hand becomes tameh, the second is not tameh for truma, but yes for kodesh. And that says because one hand makes its friend, uh, its, its friend, like it's at the other one, tameh for kodesh, but not for truma. They're like, I know, but that's like, that's exactly the same point. Meaning, it's like saying like, A equals B because A equals B. 
that makes sense, right? It's like the same. It's the same exact thing. So why would you have to say that? So Rishlakish understands it means no. So the point is that that extra phrase in the Mishnah is coming to include the hand of your fellow. That one hand will be metami the other one, not just your left hand, so to speak, but even your friend's hand. And even Reish Lakish retracted his uh, statement, and he ended up agreeing with Rabbi Yochanan about this. Why? So you see, Rabbi Yochanan quotes Rabbi Ami, quoting Reish Lakish himself. Both hit that, uh, his, his own hand and his friend's hand. With that same hand, can make uh, Kodesh Pasul, Avalo, but not to make a tamei, meaning it makes it a revi'i, but not a shlishi letuma. Okay. Now the Gemara says, But that issue about making it into a revi'i letuma, but not a shlishi, right? Not being able to transfer the tumma to somewhere else, that itself is a machloket tanaim, says the Gemara. Ditnan, as we learned in the Mishnah, this is a Mishnah from Masechet Yadayim, Okay, that anything that is posel truma, okay, meaning any sheni latuma, which right, which makes truma a shlishi latuma, right? That's end of the line for truma, can also be metame hands liyot makes hands into a sheni. It's a little bit weird because this item is a sheni latuma. but if it touches hands, it turns the hands right back into the same level of tuma. Okay, that's kind of a weird idea. Certainly, midrabanan that the hands become the sheni. Okay, and v'yad metame chaverta de Rabbi Shua. And Rabbi Shua says one hand can be metame the other one. Yeah. Yeah, it will go. You, normally, we say it will go down the level, right? But it's saying no. It says the same level as that thing. Okay, when it comes to hands. Hands sort of like jump up a level because we're worried about hands. Hands touch everything, right? So always worried about hands. So hands when they become tamei often just become like a sheni. Okay, that's Rabbi Shua's opinion. He says, no, hands are shniot. They ain't sheni, osa sheni. But a sheni can't make something into a sheni. Right? That's not how it works. You can't touch, right? When you, when you transfer tumma, you automatically have to have a reduction in the level of the tumma. So you can't have a sheni touching something and then becomes also a sheni. Jesus agrees. So my love, so what, and isn't it as follows, that Shani who delo avin, hajliji avin, so isn't Rabbi Yeshua saying, yeah, it can't make uh, something else a Shani, but it can make something else into a shlishi, okay, into a shlishi, meaning it could be, uh, uh, making it uh, to be tamay. So, uh, meaning, meaning we were saying that here, that we were saying this idea of, leave soul of a lolu tamay, right, you can make only like the, uh, um, uh, revi latuma, right, but not a, uh, but not a, a, a shlishi, but here it sounds like you can make it even a shlishi. Um, one second. One second, sorry. Uh, who is to say, excuse me, he says, that it's, uh, it's making something into a shlishi, maybe it doesn't make anything into anything, maybe it has no effect at all, meaning, let's just quickly, sorry, let's just go back for a second, we said we have this machloken, Rabbi Shua says, when you have something that is, um, so whatever makes truma into a shlishi, will make hands into a sheni, and, uh, and we said, Chachamim say, no, you can't do it like that, it doesn't happen, you can't have a sheni make something else also a sheni, so but the question is, what's the implication, is it that it can't be a sheni, but it is a shlishi, or it's nothing, or maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's a zero. Okay. 
So the Gemara says, so if that's the case, we don't see in this machloket any indication about what we just wanted to suggest, which was, um, uh, what's it called? Leave soul of Alola Tame. Maybe it has nothing to do with that. So rather, Gemara says, Ella, rather Kihani tonight. So maybe we can line it up with the following Machloket tonight. And this is going to be our Mishnah. The ta- uh, or sorry, the bride that we just had, sorry. That Yan Niguva Metameh Chaverta Latame Bakodesh. We say a dry hand can make the other hand Tame to be Metame Kodesh. Avalo, the Truma, Divir Rabbi, but not for Truma, which is Rabbi's opinion. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Omer, Ota Yad, leave soul of Alola Tame. That hand it can be Pasul, but not Litame. That's exactly the line we had before, right? Leave soul of Alola Tame to make. The Raviv and on the Shlishi, and that's exactly uh, the Machlokin. Okay, so that so we saw again. So we just go back the Itmar that we had here. That discussion ends up being sort of reflected in that bright that we have right before that. Yafet. Okay, that takes us to the next piece of the mission. The mission said, "Ochlin, ochlin, nuguvin biadayim asavot." You can eat uh, foods that are dry with dirty hands, so to speak, meaning with, like, tame hands. And we said the point is, that's for Truma, but not for Kodesh, and we said the point is as follows, that the way Truma normally is transmitted is when the food has come into contact beforehand with one of the seven mashkin, one of the seven liquids. Right, that's what we call Hechsher Truma. But it sounds like here, that when it comes to Kodesh, even though you are, your hands are tame, if the food never came into contact with liquids, so for Kodesh, it's still going to be Tamei. We're still going to apply Tuma when it comes to Kodesh, but not for Truma. Okay? So Gemara says as follows. Tanya, Amra B'chanina ben Antignos, B'chayesh Neguva la Kodesh. Rabbi Chanina ben Antignos says, is there such a thing as Neguva when it comes to Kodesh? Meaning this idea that we look at the Kodesh food and say, oh, that's dry. It never came into contact with liquids. Is there such a concept? But don't we have a principle that the love or like uh, consideration for Kodesh is Machshir? It makes it susceptible to Tuma, meaning that there's almost no concept of having liquid, of needing liquids to come into contact, Dafka with Kodesh, because there's something so special about Kodesh that it's always considered to be Hushar, it's always considered to be that it's ready for Tuma, because we're so concerned that it should become Tame. So the idea of Neguva, like applying that rule in the Mishnah, seems a little bit strange. So the Gemara says as follows. Um, okay, so he says, no, the case where we need to talk about, the case of the Mishnah is not that you're actually touching the food with your hands, because if you're just touching the food with your hands, we're talking about Kodesh, there's no big Chiddush here that if, that if it's dry, because we don't care about the issue of dry. What do we care about? The following strange scenario. Let's say a person's friend shoved food into his mouth so he doesn't touch physically the food at all or he himself puts the food in his mouth but he uses a kushu karkar what's a kushu karkar it's some type of like straight wooden utensil that isn't normally makabel tuma right normally we talk about this you have to have a beit kibul in an area that has like uh, a little gathering space like a little like a like a spoon or something like that right has like a little concave area but this doesn't have that let's say like a toothpick or something like that so if you're using it like a toothpick so you're never actually touching the food and then what happens so and then you what, what you want to do is while that kodesh food is in your mouth you want to eat a regular like radish or onion that's chulin with it are you allowed to do that so the kodesh gazer behu 
Rabbanan. For the, for when it comes to Kodesh, they made a, the Rabbanan made a not to do that. Rashi explains, presumably because we're worried when you put the, let's say, the onion in your mouth, then uh, when there's saliva in your mouth and things are all wet, whatever, so then you're touching the food and maybe you'll touch the other Kodesh food that's in your mouth. So it can, things could get mixed up, like, you know, mixed together in your mouth. So out of that concern, we say don't do that when it comes to Kodesh. But the Truma lo When it came to Truma, we're not going to be worried about that. Okay, we're not going to have that level of concern when it comes to Truma. Okay, so you see here also this uh, this line in the Mishnah. It's a new interpretation that's not as uh, directly uh, clear from what the words actually say. Okay, and finally, the last case of the Mishnah was Ha'onin and Mechusar Kippurim Vechulei. We said Ha'onin or Mechusar Kippurim. These are people who are not really Tameh at this point, but nonetheless, we're going to make them go to the mikveh before uh, consuming Kodesh, but not before consuming Truma. Gemara says, My Taima, what's the reason? Kevan da'ad ha'idna habu asire atrachinu rabbanan tevila. That since now they were prohibited from eating Kodesh, so rabbanan made them uh, go to the mikveh. Uh, in advance of that meeting. They're not really Tameh at this point, right? That's not really their status, but sort of this idea of like getting used to this, uh, you know, just sort of before you eat Kodesh, you go to the Nikva. Look at Rashi. Kevin de Adha Idna Asire de Mechusar Kippurim Mutar Betruma the Asar Bekodesh. We said that Mechusar Kippurim, right? That was, we had this yesterday, right? The person who has gone to the Mikvah, they've had night, you know, of Shemesh. They just are waiting for the Korban the next morning. So they're allowed to eat Truma, but they're not allowed to eat Kodesh. Vechain Onin, and Onin, right? There's a person, remember, who has lost a relative and has not yet buried the relative. They're also not allowed to eat Kodesh. So Raja points out that uh, um, they were for, they were prohibited from eating Kodesh in general. So what we say is the Rabbana were just a little more machmir and said, look, before these people who are prohibited from eating Kodesh, you know, uh, can eat Kodesh, you have to go to the mikvah. Is it because we think they're actually tamay? Maybe not. Maybe the possibility is that they're really not Tameh. It's just sort of a good habit to get into before you consume Kodesh when you weren't allowed to go to the mikvah first. Or you could say, look, maybe the fact that they weren't allowed to eat Kodesh before means that they're not going to be as careful in terms of controlling and being careful about what they touch. Because when you know that anyways, you're not allowed to eat the Kodesh, so then what's the benefit of like being super careful about what you touch? So then, put them in the mikvah, and you know, maybe they'll come up with your realization, like, oh, you know, I'm going to the mikvah, oh, suddenly I realized, you know, uh, you know, at midnight last night, I did go down to get a snack, and I ended up touching something tamay or something like that, whatever. So, there's a, so that's what we're actually machmir for, for kachim, but we're not machmir for a Okay, Okay, we'll stop here, take up the Mishnah of Hashem on Sunday.